What is good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Radulescu with Label Free Podcast. To live your best life, you must live label free. As always, bring you incredible guests from all over the world. So sit back, relax, and tune in. My next guest is an entrepreneur. We love our entrepreneurs. She's an executive coach and change strategist for women. Please welcome Julie Noonan. Julie, welcome to the show. Thank you, Deanna. I really appreciate your having me. Oh, my goodness. We're excited. I'm excited to have you. I love a point in your, I have to say it again, I love a key point that you have in your bio, a genuine love of people and all their messiness. So before we start diving into your story a little bit, what does that mean? Oh, people are so messy. I, <laughs> that's what gives people character. You know, Sometimes you think you know people. And I think as soon as we put labels on people, mm. we think we know them then the fun starts and they surprise us and oh. to me that's where life gets fun and that's where um we, we we just we can love people because they're so messy imperfectly perfect that's what yes you know i'm imperfectly perfect either you love me or hate me you know whatever i'm gonna my life continues to move on regardless you know what that's I mean? right we're only in charge of our own stuff that's yes, yeah, so true. So you have over thirty years of executive level experience in coaching and consulting. You have been have been laid off twice in your fifties. I want to talk about that because that is like that's pretty controversial, right? <laughs> like, like you know that that's grounds for I mean almost like a lawsuit if you I mean if you want to look at it that way. I'm not sure, but how how did you navigate those waters when that happened? Well, it definitely was scary. Um, it, the first time I, I was definitely expecting it because I worked for a, a state government oh. and um, I served at the pleasure of the governor and the governor was changing. So I was kind of expecting it. Okay. And um, so it wasn't as much of a shock. Sure. What was shocking, though, at um, 55 years old was the the lack of response that, frankly, I was getting from recruiters when just five years before that, you know, I was being, I was being hounded by recruiters wanting me to come and work for their companies and wanting me, headhunters were coming and asking me, you know, to come and interview. And this time when I was sending out feelers and sending out my resume, nothing had changed except for I had five more years of experience and it was crickets. And yeah. so I realized, oh my goodness, this ageism thing is really a thing yeah um so i started my company at that point but i'm the main breadwinner of my family and have always been and so i was terrified i took a couple of small projects but as soon as the opportunity came back to join a company again if nothing else i needed the health care sure yeah <laughs> you know um i jumped right back on the bandwagon and then COVID hit oh, of course cool. oh yeah of course, right? <laughs> and COVID hit. And so three months after COVID hit, I got laid off again. Oh, geez. At this point, I'm 57 years old. Oh. Okay. And it was devastating. Yeah. It was really devastating. And um, at that point, I already knew what the score was. But at that point, I said, you know what? I'm tired yeah. of relying on these big organizations to take care of me. Yeah. I know what I'm worth. I know what I can do. I'm going to just try it. Yeah. And I have never been happier. 
Amen to that, sister. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure like that. I mean, sometimes things happen as a blessing in disguise, right? Like, you know, it, I think the universe or God says, okay, you're ready. Let's go. Now, now or never. Like, you got to do it. And yep. so you've got, so you are a trained strategist, strategist for women. I can't say that. What does that mean? That means um, when organizations decide to make a change, whether it's reorganization, they're going to buy another company, they're going to change their product mix, they're going to move um, somebody from one cube to another. Yeah. <laughs> it causes it causes disruption, and people don't generally like change if it's done to them, as you yeah. can imagine. And so my job is to go in before these big changes happen and get the impacted employees um, uh, aware that this is going to happen, help them get used to it, get them trained to do things differently okay. so that when the change does happen, it happens and the productivity doesn't go down the toilet with it. <laughs> wow. Okay. So you're <laughs> that's what working. I do. So you're still working with corporations then? Um, I do. That's part of my business. Yes. Okay. And then I do executive coaching as the other part of my business. Okay. And that, in that regard, I work with individuals. Yeah. Okay. And what are you finding with executive coaching these days within within the corporate structure? Wow. Oh, um, exactly. Especially after COVID, especially after COVID, because I feel like a lot of things have changed since COVID. I mean, our world is a completely different place. Completely different. What I'm finding is, in particular for executive leaders, um, the, the older generations, they didn't really know how to deal with the younger generations to begin with. And now it's even more pronounced in some situations. Okay. Um, the, the agendas of the younger generations were dramatically accelerated because of COVID. Yeah. So the hybrid work environment has just really thrown a lot of the uh, boomer generation and, and some of the early Xer generation for a loop. Yeah, um, they're used to being able to do walk around management where I can see what everybody's doing. And I know, you know, they're doing their jobs and um, they're used to being able to have that um, one on one conversation. Sure. Yeah. Fly by leadership. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so they're a little uncomfortable with that. Uh, also, technology just moves so fast. Yeah. A lot of them are very fearful that they're being left behind and they're becoming obsolete before they're ready to leave mm -hmm. um, corporate America. And so I spend a lot of time coaching um, executives and leaders around how to remain relevant. Yeah. How sure. to really collaborate with those younger generations and keep keep themselves relevant in this new new work world we're part of yeah and so what are let's actually let's highlight that for a minute How, what are some um good ways so anybody's listening that might be in an executive role and is feeling this way what are some mm -hmm. ways they can stay relevant just a couple of key pointers that you could share with us um one key point is to um hook up with some of the younger individuals in your organization who have had the benefit of uh the new technology learning yeah. Um, they want to share that with you. And it's not a bad thing that you don't understand it. Just go and ask them. Yeah. They'd sure. love to share with you. So I call it reverse mentoring. Tell them your wisdom and let them tell you their new stuff. 
So that's one way. And another thing is uh, remain open-minded. Yeah. Um, just keep learning and remain open-minded. I think that's a, that's hard because I feel like as people get older, they get a little bit more stuck in their ways, a little bit more stubborn, and uh, it's hard for them to keep that open mind, you know? Yeah. So how, well, what, don't become a stereotype. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Not, not good. That's not going to lead you anywhere good. Exactly. So um, as an executive coach and, and experiencing what you experienced being laid off twice in your 50s, when you work with someone in their 50s now in the corporate world, what does that look like now? Are they more, I like to use the term pro-ageist in the corporate world these days, or is that is that there's still stigma around that? Oh, it's, it's, um, it's actually changing. Over the last two years, it has become less of a stigma, only only because I think there are fewer um, there are fewer young people in the in in the uh, workforce yeah. than there are retirees if mm. you can think about it. So there is a need for um, the wisdom. There's a need for the experience that the retirees have, or the the people who are close to retirement that the workforce needs, and so. Um, a lot of companies are recognizing that if they can hold on to some of those individuals longer, A, we're aging better than yeah. we have before, well, yeah. and B, most of us don't want to leave when we're in our 60s and 70s, early 70s. Um, so a lot of companies are saying, hey, can you stick around? You might not want to work 100% or full-time. Right. A lot of companies are offering packages of part-time work, mm. advisory work, uh, make a consulting company and come back and consult with us. Wow. Yeah. I'm seeing a lot of that shift. That's come very cool. Yeah. That's it's very really cool. fun. Mm -hmm. I, I love that. And so do you, if someone's got in that, do you help them with that transition? If I absolutely will. Okay. Yes. I was going to say, like, if they're looking to be a consultant and then come back. So what did that look like? Because I'm sure anybody's listening that might be like, oh, that sounds good. That might be right yeah. on my alley. What would uh, that look like for them? Well, what I actually, I just got off the phone with one of those individuals. There we go. Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah. The first thing that I, I um, consulted with her to do was to, to say, okay, what are you the most passionate about? What do you love to do more than anything else? Because why build a business or why continue to do something that you don't really love to do? Right. So once she kind of honed in on that and I said, well, what, how can you make that into something that you would offer a company that they would yeah. buy? And so she, she kind of put it into a little package. Mm -hmm. This is what I could do for you. And then we talked about how would you value that? Yeah. And then we talked about, okay, think back through people that you have done this before in your career sure. and, and go and, and check with them and get their feedback on that. Yeah. See what they would say. And so then after that, um, we would make a list of organizations she would want to go and present to, and we'd work on pitching. Amazing. Yeah. This is the beginning of that conversation with her. Yeah. 
Oh, very exciting. Oh, my goodness. Okay, you'll have to, like, follow up with us and let us know how that goes for her. Okay. Yeah, well, absolutely. <laughs> she, she was pretty jazzed by the end of the conversation. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, if you're not done, you're not done working, but you want, you've kind of left the corporate world. <laughs> it's like, why, why not take some of your skill sets and do something that you're passionate about to continue to help and to serve? Because I think we all have that desire that, that, you know, we all are, most of us, majority of us want to serve and want to absolutely help, you know e even if there's some bad seeds out there i i know deep down they still want to serve <laughs> well yeah we want to serve but we want a pina colada in our hand at the end of it right <laughs> that's right girl cheers <laughs> to that <laughs> uh, amen to that i'll take i'll take or like a rum runner yeah you know, you can have a i'll do the the rum runner or mojito mojito sounds good <laughs> <laughs> I live in Florida. Can you tell? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. Love, love Florida. We, we're big fans of Florida. Um, so what, besides her, which sounds like this is going to be an, an absolute success story. Oh, so we yeah. can't wait to hear about that. Do you have another success story of somebody that is looking for some executive coaching that's making either a transition or something different within the corporate structure? Mm -hmm. I, um, I am coaching two potential. Uh, high potential employees actually right now they are in their i would say they're in their um early 30s okay uh they are on the cusp of being able to take on you know they have managerial responsibility now okay. but they're kind of on that cusp of between manager and leader oh i gotcha okay um, and so my job is to help coach them into what it means to be a leader at those higher levels. And so helping them with, um, forward, forward thinking, positioning themselves as, um, as strategic thinkers, helping them think ahead and outside of their own group that they're responsible for. How do they get their group? Um, the attention that it deserves, sure. how do they position their group to get higher uh, higher recognition and, sure. and different work that gives them some more prestige um, going forward and that sort of thing. And so that's the other um, kind of group that I like to, to work with is, are those um, women who are right on that edge who maybe sometimes lack the confidence to stand in their own power. And many times women are the ones that will, they won't brag about themselves, yep. mm -hmm. right? And sometimes they will downplay their actual skills. Yeah. I call it self-promoting. Like they yeah. I I was a terrible self promoter. I've got it down now. Like I know exactly what I like. There you go. I'm gonna, I, if it, nobody, nobody's going to talk me up besides me, right? There you go. And it's a painful journey to get there and just to be accept your talents and your gifts and own them. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You can be humble and confident and self promoting all at the same time. Absolutely. Yeah. Why do you think women struggle with that more than men? I think it is how we were brought up. Mm -hmm. It was okay for, you know, it was okay for the boys, but it wasn't okay for the girls. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah, and I think that's definitely changing, and that's a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. Generations behind me, at least, um, I'm not hearing the same things. That's good. I love that. Yeah. And so yeah. now, do you do the corporations reach out to you to coach these individuals, or do they the individuals reach out to you? 
by themselves? Both, actually. Okay. Yes, yes. Um, sometimes corporations will reach out. Um, I the two high potential individuals are in an in an actual corporation. Um, the uh, the one that is uh, is going, you know, to start her own business. This is a that's an individual who okay. got laid off. Actually, yeah, you know. <laughs> so you do you work with all different types? And yes. So if someone's looking, an individual is not with a corporation is looking to work with you. What they do is set up a call with you, like discovery call. Mm -hmm. See if it's a good fit. Yes, they can do that from my um, from my website, jnoonan.com. jnoonanconsulting.com. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. And then are you on any social media or is that specific yep. where you'd like them to reach out to you? Um, I'm on LinkedIn. Okay. Feel free to link in with me. Yeah. Perfect. I usually just stay there. My Facebook and my Instagram are a little bit um, more personal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, one, it's one half dozen the other. I mean, there's so so many social media platforms to be on it. Like, it's good just to kind of stick with one that it's your favorite. But yeah, you guys, I'm going to put those links in the show notes. So if you connected with Julie and what she offers and are needing some direction either in the corporate workspace or on an individual level, do not hesitate to reach out to her. Go link in with her on LinkedIn. And go check out her website. It's pretty impressive. And see what she's all about. And just set up a call. And see if it's a good fit. I'm sure she'd love to hear from you. This is the part of the show, Julie, where I like to ask for last words of wisdom or advice. What would you like to leave with us today? Stand in your power and be confident in yourself. Ooh. Simple, but straight to the point. I love it. Absolutely. I love it. Well, thank you so much for being a guest. And I love that you have carved out a path that's uniquely your own and helping other women get to being where they need to be because it's all about the journey, not the destination. <laughs> thank you, Deanna. You're welcome. You guys, this is your host, Deanna Redalescu with Label Free Podcast. To live your best life, you must live label free. As always, don't forget to subscribe, follow, rate, review, comment, share, all those good things. And I'll be back soon with more dynamic guests.